This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Hi, I'm Eric Smith, and thanks for joining me on Taiwan Talk. It's hard to believe it, but the annual Kending Music Festival, Spring Scream, is about to enter its 19th year when it kicks off this coming long weekend. I recently had a chance to chat with Wade Davis, the man who co-founded what's turned into one of Asia's most vibrant music festivals. I was going to uh, ask you a little bit about the origin of Spring Scream. What was, and I'm sure you've told this story a million times before, but what was the, what was the genesis of Spring Scream? Well, I have told it a million times, and I think every time I tell it, it's a little bit different. <laughs> the genesis of Spring Scream, I would say, began with early on in Taiwan. That was now 20 years ago, you realize. Right. This will be the 19th Spring Scream. So 19 years ago, Jimmy and I were in a band called Dribdos. We had played a few shows around Taiwan, and we had started to meet some bands. We didn't realize there were other bands kind of doing the same thing we were, playing original music, underground music. We were kind of um, discovering this underground scene of very cool bands and musicians, and we were also spending a lot of time in, in Kanding because it was uh, such a beautiful spot. We decided to kind of bring the two together over a weekend, and we had a friend named David who owned a, a big kind of open-air pub down there, and he said, yeah, bring some bands down, and we called a couple bands that we had met and said, let's go down to Kending and play some music at this place. And it kind of started to snowball from there. We, we, I think when we started, we had five bands on the roster, and a uh, newspaper called us one day. I heard you guys are uh, planning a music festival. And at that point, Jimmy and I didn't realize that's what we were doing. We were <laughs> <I see. laughs> organizing a weekend with some friends to jam out. and But as a result of that article and that question, we, I guess we realized it was kind of a music festival. And by the time that first event happened, we had like 25 bands from all over the island playing. So you really, you really weren't trying to start Taiwan's Woodstock originally. It wasn't, that wasn't the original plan. We were not. <laughs> yes, it was just a, a weekend of music down in, uh, in Kendang. And when we realized it was kind of becoming more of an event, we decided to name it, and we came up with the name Spring Scream. And, of course, it snowballed from there into not only being a venue for live bands, but on the side, other organizers have set up various other parties, turning it into a sort of spring break slash music festival event for Taiwan. That's right. That's what it's, that's what's happened. So uh, tell me a little bit about this year's uh, event, which is coming up here just around the corner. Well, uh, this year we're doing it five days. We are going to start on Wednesday which will be kind of our pre-party night. By Thursday, there'll be five stages and two DJ stages, a film stage, Skype stage, 50 stalls, 250 acts playing until Sunday. 250 acts. That's right. Wow. Um, as you know, uh, music festivals all over the world are associated with partying, sometimes wild partying, sometimes drugs, sometimes this, you know, these sort of elements, right? And uh, every year we seem to have uh, uh, the authorities sort of uh, come in and make comments about how, oh, the corrupting the youth or this or the other. What's your take on this whole thing? 
you know, whatever the media has projected in that sense, um, I, I think is not what uh, Spring Scream is all about. I think when they talk about these big, um, this big party weekend, oftentimes they label it Spring Scream. But if you come to our event, uh, you'd find that the way the media portrays it is very different. Partying definitely happens at Spring Scream, but... You guys are not, you're not a rave party. That's, that's we're, not we're what not Spring... We're not a rave party, and actually in the 19 years, we've never had an incident, any incident where the police have had to uh, come in and do anything. And there's always, they're always very supportive of us and our event. That's interesting because you've had 19 years and you say not one major incident. But uh, I was just reading, reading today that it, at the spring break event at San Padre Island in Texas, mm-hmm. there were 4,000 felonies, many of them violent, committed in just one single weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, by comparison. Very different, yeah. Tune in tomorrow for a chat with Spring Scream's other co-founder, Jimmy Mo. I'm Eric Smith. Thanks for tuning in to Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith. By tomorrow night, tens of thousands of people will begin converging on Taiwan's southern beach vacation town of Kending. Many of these people are headed to Kending for one purpose, to be a part of the annual music festival event known as Spring Scream. Jimmy Moe and Wade Davis started Spring Scream 19 years ago, and today I'm speaking to Jimmy by phone about all things Spring Scream. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about this upcoming one, which is just around the corner here. Do you have a, like a favorite band or two that you, you can tell me about? That's, that's a really hard question. Uh, as a music lover, there's easily 200 I could suggest. Wow. But, uh, yeah, we, we curate the list based on... Um, uh, quality music of all different varieties, and it's 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 so hard to choose any one because they all have their own merits. It's what what's the sel- what's the selection uh, uh, process for getting into Spring Scream? Who makes the decisions about who gets to play? We've used different selection processes throughout the years, whether uh, it's just us or whether we use a panel of people or whether we actually pull from uh, the ticket buyers. Uh, the last couple of years, we've done a combination to get a, a broad spectrum of uh, opinions and suggestions. Uh, this year, we used our opinions, and we reached out to people in various parts of the music scene that we thought represented um, different tastes and styles of music to let us know who they would recommend. And that gave us about um, 50 60% of the selection, and then it was just uh, intensive listening for days and days and days of the other three or four hundred bands looking for who has something new who's put there. So you've got to you've got to listen either. to three or four hundred different bands to try to whittle this down to the the final selection. Um, six hundred, yeah. Wow! So it started at six hundred, down to two hundred and sixty. Right. That's almost a full time job. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing we like listening to music. Yeah, yeah. Wade was telling me yesterday that in all the years that you guys have been running mm-hmm. Spring Scream, you've never had a serious incident that required police presence or arrests or that kind of thing. I found that rather impressive. Yeah, I do too. It's a beautiful thing about Taiwan, and it's a beautiful thing about the, this music community is uh, people really are going down there to enjoy themselves. I guess our event is conducive to 
having a good time and really being in a beautiful setting and do you think there's a I'm extremely proud of do you think there's a possibility that the overcrowding situation that's begun to blossom since I don't know 2005 or so that that will eventually negatively impact the entire spring festival situation in Kanding? I find it mind-boggling the uh, course of progress through the last 20 years. It seemed like it was a good thing for the first few years, and then it it kind of ballooned, and it's uh, really made Kanding into a different place. So, would you support some sort of, of years, regulations that would limit the cars or people or anything like that? I don't know. I'm a big advocate of, of preserving uh, natural beauty, and I think it's a challenge of the national park to uh, you know to hold on to that. I have no particular opinion on, on policy. I hope they do a good job right. and support, right. support their efforts. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about what goes into creating Spring Scream. I mean, you've got to set up sound systems, stages. Um, I mean, it, it's a huge undertaking. Yes, we have five stages and two DJ stages and this amazing new addition of uh, a, a two-way video conferencing slash live international stage where we're going to have bands from all over the world performing either in their homes or outside or on a beach or wherever they are via uh, some sort of conferencing, and we're going to have that coming out of a big PA with uh, a giant screen, so it'll feel like a window to the world. We'll mix that up with uh, about 40-some stalls of food and beverages and tie it together with the uh, National Park, beautiful Kending National Park, for five days, and in the end, we'll leave people with a whole bunch of memories. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a blast once again. Jimmy, thanks so much for talking with us today. Thanks, everybody, and hope to see you all down there. Looks yep. like it's going to be a great year with an extra holiday in the middle. Drive safe, and uh, as a national park host, I let everyone know to ID Cho and be Juan Bao, be environmental, recycle your stuff, uh, carpool if you can, and drive safe. I'm Eric Smith, and thanks for tuning in. All Taiwan Talk episodes are available as podcasts on iTunes or on our website, www.icrt.com.tw.